Welcome to the Shortcuts to Public Speaking Success podcast from award-winning speaker Shola Kay. This is the audio version of Shola's weekly video blog. Be sure to visit sholakay.com blog where you'll find loads of video tips with helpful written summaries. Thanks for listening. Hi, when you create a speech or write a presentation, do you know what the purpose of it is? And do you know which of the five categories of speech that it falls into? That's what I'm gonna discuss today. But before I do that, let me say hello. My name is Shola Kay. I'm a professional speaker, a speaking coach, and a performer based in London. And I have clients all around the world, typically corporations, organizations, and individuals who want to move their career forward or grow their business with public speaking. Do you understand the five different kinds of speech you might be needing to make? And do you know exactly which category it falls into? Because this could make the actual speech creation and delivery process a lot simpler and clearer for you. And that's what I want to chat about today because I was running a workshop online with a group of people that I work with in my group coaching program and there was one of the participants just yesterday who is making a speech at a big conference and she's very keen to turn audience members into potential clients. However, the speech that she'd created was pretty much an informational speech with very little in the way of call to action or even creating some sort of pain points or desires in the audience for them to take the next step with her. And that led me to thinking, well, okay, I'm going to film a few uh, videos tomorrow. What can I talk about? And so this seemed like a natural topic to, to share. And um, I'm actually going to share a bit of information from my book, How to Be a Diva at Public Speaking, because why reinvent the will when the content is already here? So, uh, so yeah, in the chapter on um, being a valuable speaker, I discuss the five different kinds of, of presentation you may want to make. And I want to go through them now with you. So the first one is to inform or to educate. And typically, if we are um, lecturers, teachers have some information that we want to convey to the audience this is our go-to presentation type and uh, i love inform and educate together because they are pretty similar really and if you've got some information uh, perhaps it's a new development in your industry or your profession or you want to move people on to understanding um, something that they didn't know before then this is your go-to presentation type. So that's number one, which is to inform or to educate. Now, moving on from that is number two, which is to persuade or to sell. And I understand that if you are trying to get people to take action, the action may not be that they have to buy something, but persuasion and sales are quite, um, I'd say, inextricably linked. Because if you want to get someone to buy something, typically you have to persuade them into it. Or if you want to uh, to persuade someone of something, you're selling them an idea. So number two is persuasion and selling. And uh, just to mention here that your presentation could be a mixture of more than one type. So you might be informing 
but then also persuading. So you inform at the beginning and then you persuade people to take action based on the information you've given them. But that's number two, persuasion or selling. Okay, the third type of presentation that you may want to make is entertaining or amusing. So perhaps you've been brought in as an after dinner or an after lunch speaker. And typically at a conference, people have just eaten their lunch or their, their, their dinner, their uh, bellies are full, their brains might be a little bit sluggish and you're there for some light entertainment and to kind of get people moving through that sort of slump onto the next stage. And um, you might be witty, you might be humorous, you might be a comedian, might just be telling some enjoyable stories that people can relax and um, kick back and get into. So that could be your goal. The fourth one is to inspire or to motivate. And uh, typically we've, we have those old school motivational speakers, very much rah, 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 you wanna do this, you wanna do that, this is important, rah, rah, rah. And um, they can get you fired up and juiced up during the talk. And uh, one of the issues with motivational speaking is that quite often it doesn't last beyond the, the actual talk, the presentation, uh, the speech. And as soon as you walk out of the door, and that speaker is, is not there anymore, and they're not there using their energy to inspire you, then you just sort of fall back to where you were beforehand. I've tied in with that inspirational speaking. And inspirational speaking, instead of it being so kind of rah, 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 it might be telling you a story that moves you uh, within and inspires you to change your life or to take action on um, an important area for you. So I've lumped those together, inspire and motivate. They are actually quite a, li a little bit different, but these days speakers are moving on from calling themselves motivational and they're more likely to call themselves an inspirational speaker, just to separate themselves from that kind of rah-rah, you can do it, but you're on your own type of um, uh, attitude. So then finally, we've got a transformational speaker. And the idea here is that when you're speaking to the audience, you're actually getting them to take some action in the room that will then give them the motivation, uh, or not, sorry, not the motivation, the momentum. So the action they take gives them the momentum to carry on. So you start something off for them there and then in the room while you're speaking, maybe you're getting them to take part in exercises or activities that get them over that initial hurdle or the initial hump. And that means that they can carry on with those exercises and activities and change their lives or change their circumstances in some way. So that's being a transformational or a transformative speaker. So those are the five types. There are probably more, but these, if you, you've got these, these five areas that you can work with, and as you create your presentation, before you even get into it, into the nuts and bolts, think about what it is that you're trying to achieve. Are you, one, trying to inform or educate? Are you, two, trying to persuade or sell? Are you, three, trying to entertain or amuse your audience? Are you, four, trying to inspire or motivate? And finally, five, are you trying to transform your audience? And I, th I think in an ideal world, all speeches would be transformative in some way, because if you're sharing information, you want that to transform that person's life or, 
or two, you want the person to act upon it and make change in the world. If you are persuading or selling, again, that should be transformative. The idea that you're getting someone to change their opinion about something might then lead them to take a different action or you're selling them a product or a service which changes their lives and again, makes them act in a different way. So I think in the same way um, as I've sort of made the case for those two types of presentation being transformative, you can carry on through the other two kinds, entertain and amuse, and also inspire and motivate and see how you might want those to have a transformative element also. If you think about entertaining, it could be the healing power of laughter makes people walk out of the room, they feel better, they, they take decisions that perhaps they wouldn't have done before because they feel energized and infused, and that's enough to change their lives. You could be surprised. So that's it from me, but today I've talked about the five different kinds of presentation. And the most important thing here is before you sit down or stand at your desk, at your standing desk, to create a new talk or a new presentation, understand what it is that you're trying to achieve and see if it fits into one of these five categories or perhaps more than one of them. And that should make your life a bit easier as you create the presentation because you should keep in mind all the way through what it is that you're trying to do. Is it to educate? Is it to amuse? Is it to transform? That's it from me, but if you'd like to find out some more, then go to showdecay.com and you can download my freebie, which is called five, uh, I think it's called five short speech frameworks that you can use to help you write a speech in a hurry. And um, I'd love to hear more from you. Reach out to me on LinkedIn, keep in touch, and I'll see you next time. If you want more resources to help you ace your public speaking, then head on over to showlecay.com. You can sign up for helpful weekly tips, download a freebie, or learn about online and in-person live events. See you soon and keep on speaking up.